0: Our theme for today's service is Everywhere God. Today we want to think a little bit about a God that is found in every corner of every place all around our world. And that was why our reading, Psalm 139, we had people over here, people over here, people in the middle, people at the front. The God that we worship Is a God that is everywhere. He's on the farthest horizon. He's in the highest heights. He's in the deepest deep. We're thinking about a God that is found absolutely everywhere. We don't have to look very far before we see a God who is absolutely to be found everywhere around us. If we look at a mountain, we find a God. That's strong, unshakable, unmovable. No matter how hard we push against him he'll never move. If we're taking a stroll through the woods and we come across a river and we see the water flowing over the rocks we find a God that's constant whose love keeps on coming, whose love never stops, and no matter how much we watch it, in five days time, the water will still keep coming. In the rivers, we find a God that is constant and forever. Maybe we stumble across a tree. What does a tree tell us about God? A tree tells us that God is a, is a loving God, a God who reaches down and shelters us with his arms. He cares for us. He looks after us when life's stormy, and he's strong. Maybe when we see our friends, maybe when we see our family, we come across a God who again is everywhere, and a God who is loving, a God who is caring, a God who is passionate about us, who will look after us and care, For our every need so wherever we go and whatever we're doing i think we can at least always see a tiny little glimpse of who god really is everywhere i challenge you today to go out and take a look in your street and i challenge you not to find something that will show you that god is everywhere boys and girls go bend your back garden and take a look in a bush Take a look up at the sky, climb a tree if your mum let you, and I dare you not to find a place or to find something where there isn't a tiny little thing where God is. Because, you see, if we get in our submarine and we go to the deepest ocean, we go as deep as we can go, we'll find someone or something that will show us that God is there even a little tiny orange fish will show us that God is there if we fly in our rocket ship the whole way into space as high as we can go we'll find something even on the moon that will say God can be found there who's that on the screen lunar gym, God is in the highest height. If we climb the biggest ladder, even the ladder that your dad, or your mum, has in the garage, we'll still find something, a way up there, that will show us that God is there and that God can be found everywhere. And you see, the great thing about this God who is in all these faraway places is that he's at home as well with us. He's found in our bedrooms. He's found in our kitchens, in our cars, in the garden with our dog, in the laundry room, in the dining room, and in all the times we share together as families in those places. God is everywhere so if God is an everywhere God there is really nothing in all this world no height no depth no distance that can separate us from his love because as he is on the screen all over it God is there
1: So today is, anyone know what today is? It's a day when we're thinking about everywhere, God. But it's also a special day in the church. Has something to do with leafy things. Anybody know what today is? Yes, what's today? Palm Sunday, well done. Today is Palm Sunday, and I want to tell you the story of Palm Sunday, the story of when the everywhere God came to earth as Jesus Christ and walked, well, rode a donkey into a city. Now you've probably heard this story before, but you probably haven't heard it in this same way. So a long time ago, when Jesus was on earth, he was about to enter the city of Jerusalem. And he sent his disciples ahead of him to go and borrow a donkey. Now, not a fancy big white horse he was going to parade in on, but a simple donkey. We'll call him Donkey. So, they brought this donkey to Jesus. They threw their coats over the donkey's back, and Jesus sat on it. Then, as Jesus rode into Jerusalem, not on a big fancy white horse, but on a simple donkey, people threw their coats on the road, and some waved leafy branches or palms. And these people said, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom. Of our relative David, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Hosanna is kind of a weird word. We don't really go around saying Hosanna all the time when something good happens. It's sort of a word that means woohoo. So you can kind of picture them saying woohoo and waving their leafy branches. Now why did they say Hosanna? Why, why did they me the question, why did they say hosanna? Will you ask me the question? Say, why did they say hosanna?
0: Why did they say hosanna?
1: I'm really glad you asked, Chris. Funny you should ask that question. I think they said hosanna. They said woohoo because they realized. Maybe only for the minute. Maybe they forgot later on. But I think they realized that Jesus was the everywhere God in their own city. They were pretty excited. And I think they thought that Jesus was the everywhere God because he had done a lot of things. See, Jesus had healed people, and he had blessed children, and he had taught people what it looks like to follow God. And I think, that sometimes in order to know that the everywhere God is with us people need to be healed and they need to be taught and they need to be blessed so God had come to be with these people in Jesus the everywhere God who is like Chris said in the highest heights in the lowest depths of the ocean in every single part of the world had come to earth as a person, as Jesus. And God is so big that God could still be in all of those places of creation, kind of like we heard in the psalm about how God is in heaven. And if we go to the farthest stretches of the sea, and even in how we were made, that God is there too. And so I think that God could be in all those places even in us. And most importantly, God would come in Jesus. And Jesus was someone who came. A, donkey, a really humble guy. He didn't come to tell everybody that that he didn't come announcing that, you know, they all had to worship him all the time and they had to give him everything, but he came and he served them and he walked with people. And he even healed people who were sick. And then he died for everyone in the whole world and rose from the dead so we could all be forgiven. But see, these people, they forgot. One week ago, they were waving their leafy branches going, "Woohoo! this is the everywhere God. And the next minute, they forgot who Jesus was. They got caught up in gossip and talking about people and caught up in fear and protecting their way of life, and they ended up forgetting who Jesus was and forgetting that God really was walking with them in their own city. I think sometimes we can forget that God really is everywhere. We can get caught up in everything we own and who our friends are and where we live and what activities we do, and we can think that it's all about us. We can sometimes think that the everywhere God is only where we are. And then sometimes there are situations where God is really hard to see because of things like hunger or suffering or poverty or war or loneliness. I think when someone is having a really hard time They may have to focus just on healing, or just on feeling better, or maybe just on surviving. And they don't really have time to think about the everywhere God being with them. But our job is to learn a little something from these people who wave their palm branches. We learn two things. First, we learn what to do. The thing we learn to do is that as Christians, we are supposed to be like those people who went, woohoo! hoo God is in our city and everywhere. And we're meant to announce to everyone that God actually is here. I think also our job, while we're announcing that the everywhere God is everywhere, is to deal with those things that stop people from seeing that God is with them. You know how the people, we learned what not to do from the people. They said that God was with them, and then they forgot. We shouldn't forget. We should be showing the world that Jesus is with them, that God is with them, through teaching, through healing, and through blessing, just like Jesus did. So we have a job to do, friends. What we first have to do is look for the ways, like Chris said, that God is working and moving in our own city, in our own lives. And we should also look for where God is in every person we meet, in every bit of creation. And when we see God somewhere, we should say, Hosanna, woohoo! God is in our city. And we should also look for people in our city Where who are maybe poor, or who are lonely, maybe people who moved here from very far away, and people who have very little, maybe people who live just across the street. We should give whatever we can, because everything we have belongs to God, so that these people can be healed, and can be taught, and can be blessed, and then can see that the everywhere God is with them, maybe even through us. So we've talked about how God is everywhere in the whole world. And we've talked about how God came as Jesus Christ. And we've talked about how God is in our city. And Fiona has something to share with us to show us um, some images and get us thinking a bit about how God is everywhere in our city. So let's take a look. Um, I've chosen a song by uh,
0: a band called Blue Tree from Northern Ireland. Um, I first heard them at a monthly Christian event called Manifest. I don't know if any of you have heard of it, I think it's been running for quite a few years now. Um, and I also heard them at Summer Madness last year. Um, the song, this song is written about Belfast and the difference that God can make in our own community. Um, in this PowerPoint, I have used mostly my own photos and to make it more personal to my own experience so I hope you're able to relate to the words of the song. Here we go.